live in the DC area and we had <laughs> a significant weather event today uh, in which, depending where you were in the metro area, between three and six inches fell in the course of an hour? Three <laughs> and six inches of rain, that is. Uh, obviously, it wouldn't be snow, but, you know, also three inches of snow. Well, I guess it is in this area and me personally. But yeah, no. So that's like a sh which uh, some weather website or possibly the Washington Time, uh, Washington Post, <laughs> helpfully pointed out. Uh, I forget which one uh, is equivalent to thirty inches of snow. Uh, I don't know yeah. why they felt the need to give us that metric. I guess because it sounds like a lot, uh, which it is. Um, and like little things that are like little creeks and streams that you hardly notice. Like, <laughs> we're like sweeping cars off the road and shit and like people people were standing on the roofs of their cars waiting to be rescued because there's this road that runs alongside the potomac that a ton of commuters use um yeah that totally flooded i think it was the canal and not the river itself or maybe it was both maybe they just kind of merged into a giant waterway but uh, yeah it was a shit ton of water luckily uh, i guess i live kind of uphill or something like my house was fine some people in my town actually lost water which you know is kind of funny in a way i mean not for them because they couldn't flush their toilets or anything but you know yeah <laughs> it's kind of ironic it rained too much and, and now we have no water um probably i mean a main broke or whatever but uh yeah yeah <laughs> And of course, so I don't know why. I don't know why I did this, but I started to read the comments <laughs> on a Washington Post article, which of course devolved into a fight about climate change and whether or not this sort of thing could be attributed attributable to climate change. And the short answer is yes, and the long answer is also yes. <laughs> um, it's a it, it was a highly unusual event. Like, I got out of the shower, and I looked out the window, and there was also, like, a shower <laughs> out there. <laughs> and I was like, mm, no, I'm not driving to work in that. Because it kept up. Like, normally when there's a downpour, it lasts, like, 10 minutes or whatever, and then it goes somewhere else. But this was, like, it, it was a full hour of just, like, an enormous amount of rain. Like, an absurd. And it was, like, dark at 9 in the morning in summer, which is weird yeah. uh, in this latitude. Um yeah. It's a little unsettling so, as well, yeah. It really was. Uh, I, I'm not, in some ways, so I'm a fan of, uh, of in theory, of, of warmer winters, although it turns out we get snowier winters because of moisture, etc. Uh, not so much a fan of the global warming overall. It sounds good, right? Because, like, I don't like cold. <laughs> but uh, it turns out it's, it's mostly bad things. Almost actually probably entirely bad things. Yeah. And it's a bad thing that affects literally everything. So in our continuing uh, non-coverage of the debates, uh, <laughs> uh, one thing that was not talked about, like, at all, uh, was climate change. And at the same time, people who are concerned about climate change, you know, are often labeled single-issue voters. And... It turns out that a lot of solutions to one thing are a piece of a solution to another thing, and there's no silver bullets, and you kind of have to do all of it. I mean, not cl fixing climate change isn't going to fix trans rights, for example. Which was also ignored. Yes, uh, <laughs> except for when 
was it Julian Castro hilariously flubbed uh, saying that trans women uh, needed uh, abortions, which they do do not? That that would be trans men you were thinking of, sweetie. But <laughs> yeah, and then Warren said like, "I'm thinking about women," which is kind of like turfy yeah, and not was, what that, you were going for. Like, I'm sure yeah. that's not really. She yeah, she could have done better on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's 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 weird. Uh, you would think they would have been more prepared and less uh, hilariously ignorant. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like hunky dory to go around just being a gay person in the world necessarily. Like it, it just isn't. There's still violence and discrimination right. and everything like that. But it's uh and and of course there's no pain Olympics. Nobody gets a medal in uh, discrimination. But I I mm-hmm. feel confident in saying that it's still kind of worse to be trans. You're more likely to be murdered, for example. Yeah. Uh, in fact, being a trans woman of color is an excellent way to get murdered. Uh, which is totally beside the point of this episode. It's just something that continues to upset me. Uh, but <laughs> back yeah. on the subject of global warming, uh, it turns out, and I did not know this, but uh, there's a pretty strong correlation between rising global temperatures and was this just in the United States or did they did were these were these graphs global? Uh, anyway, preterm birth uh, happens more when when it gets real hot, apparently. Yeah, and this is just one of those things where like you don't expect it. And it's kind of hard to look for it, but someone who's doing, you know, other research stumbles into it and it's just like a, holy shit, these things are connected. And like, they really, really are. The explanations are kind of twofold. Um, One is that with climate change, with the warmer summers we're having now, even like wherever you're listening like, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. You've probably noticed that summer nights aren't cool anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe a few uh, of our listeners who live in literal deserts, it still gets cool uh, at night. But but if you live anywhere with humidity, you, you will have noticed that right. it pretty much stays in the in the upper 70s, at least, uh, all night, right. depending what what the highs were during the day. Right. And the humidity never leaves. So, like, <laughs> you're just not going to be comfortable. <laughs> Well, unless you air condition the shit out of your house, which is what those of us who are privileged to be able to do so. I'm so glad I don't live in that house in Schenectady anymore with just the two just the two window <laughs> units and, and a really small and uh, although I do actually, <laughs> I still have the two window units there in my garage. But luckily this house uh, has uh, central air. It, it would be, it would be pretty hard to live in this area <laughs> without it. I mean, I feel like it's been in the, I, I guess I guess the warm uh, temperatures didn't start especially early this year, but they've been constant and high. And holy shit, has it rained a lot! Like not just today, which was extra holy shit, <laughs> it rained a lot, but like I don't know. I feel like we've had more rainy days than than sunny days since like winter. Yeah, <laughs> since this the switch flipped from from snowy days to rainy days. And that's real bad for you if you're just dating another human. Right. And the, where the communist, uh, communism angle comes in on this, because everything's always both. Right. <laughs> um, it's like you said, you know, if you're lucky enough to be able to afford to run an air conditioner, not own one. I know they're like $200, but they're also like <laughs> 1,500 watt appliances that you have to run all day and all night for them to yeah, even work. <laughs> 
it's that's also two hundred dollars <laughs> a month on your electricity bill, or more or less, depending where you live. Yeah, like per each. Depending how filthy yeah. the power generation is in your state, that'll affect whether it costs more or less. Uh, with with the dirtier energy, of course, being cheaper. Yeah, um, and then a multiplier on that for however many floors you are above ground level, mm -hmm. <laughs> and the overall shittiness of your building. Right. And uh, the more humidity there is, the harder it is for your air conditioner to cool down your room. So it's really a, a big shit sandwich. <laughs> right. Um, and it's only getting worse. Right. And to afford this air conditioner, um, you know, if you're pregnant while not married to someone who is bringing in 100% of your income uh, and you don't have a job that offers maternity leave or sufficient maternity leave or just kind of offers you like, well, we won't hold the time off against you, probably. <laughs> there might be a job to come back to. We Right. Almost... We won't officially hold it against you because right. it's illegal and whatever. But, you know. But we are going to get a temp and, you know, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see who uh, wins. <laughs> Also, the temp will be cheaper than you and will probably do the same job because you can totally exploit young people that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great for everyone when you take your unpaid maternity leave. Oh, by the way, you're not going to be paid. Right. Because of that, you're probably going to do something, you know, that some armchair Republican would call you stupid for. Like, why are you going to work when you're pregnant <laughs> and it's 80 degrees? You know, like, uh, because the alternative is sitting home where it's like 95 degrees inside <laughs> right plus last time i checked pregnant people still need to eat and pay right. rent so <laughs> yeah it's it's funny how how they say so many things that make that make it sound like they think there is communism right when that's yeah. like totally <laughs> antithetical to their whole deal like let them eat cake bullshit right if you didn't want to die of heat stroke you shouldn't have been poor <laughs> like okay right Maybe that job that they're going to is an office job that's air conditioned. So even if they're taking uh, either a car that doesn't have air conditioning because they can't afford to fix that or public transit that has insufficient air conditioning because that's sort of a that's shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah, That's how it is for the most part. Like I used to take the train in Atlanta and it was generally quite warm especially the more people there were obviously the more people there were in the train cars because you know humans are little yeah. hot factories yeah one of the uh more fascinating and tragic things about subways is that any other basement in the city is cool yeah not subways <laughs> though nope there there is no there is no relief going down the stairs even even peachtree center which has I, what was it? Because they love to be hyper-specific in the South. I believe it was the the longest escalator in the Southeast. And it was a, an impressively long escalator. Uh, sometimes drunk people um, during Dragon Con tried to run up the down escalator, and they seriously regretted their choices like a third of the way up. Hmm. <laughs> but they were drunk, so they had to keep going. But yeah, it 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 even even underground, where by all rights it should be, you know, a lot cooler, it super isn't. And it's not because they're like, you know, internal combustion engines in the trains, they're totally electric, uh, and the electricity isn't, like, hot. Right. <laughs> no, it, it's mostly just people are 
gross when you pack them together. Yeah. There are some really impressive videos uh, today of, of water <laughs> pouring into various subway stations in D.C., which was another uh, <laughs> fun weather fact today. Um, those are good for those. Yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> there's one like they advise people not to take the elevator, which is basically a shower. <laughs> it was it was an amazing amount of water. Um, if you take if you and and heaven for like if you take the bus, like when's the last time you were on a? Actually, the weird thing about buses, uh, I haven't been on like public transportation buses, but like normal, not normal, like I don't know, other kinds of buses I've been on are either way too hot or way too cold. Do they air condition school buses nowadays? Uh, I have no idea. I was never on one that was, though. Yeah, back in my day, they were never air conditioned, and uh, which seemed not great. Like, usually the bus driver had one of those little fans. Right. Which, by the way, a lot of women are bus drivers, and some of those women will probably have babies. Um, schools, uh, many of them don't have adequate air conditioning either. Um, my high school, for example, was almost completely unair-conditioned. There were like two or three air-conditioned, uh, there was like the library and the surrounding classrooms were air-conditioned, and they mm. kept those like a freaking meat locker. <laughs> so, which was, which is an interesting, um, we're not addressing preterm birth at all. <laughs> this, it happens when it gets hot and, and it's just getting hotter and hotter and that's going to have a really bad effect on maternal outcomes, even in alleged first world countries such as ours um, for a variety of reasons. Although the article that, that uh, you found for this doesn't, uh, I assume the actual scholarly research, which I didn't bother to dig up or try to read, um, does make more of an effort to account for other uh, complicating factors that, that might be occurring with this but yeah so that terrible bad things babies should be born uh full term ideally so because you know the brain <laughs> needs needs a while to cook also the lungs are one of the last things to like fully mature and you super need your lungs like having having fully functioning lungs is very helpful to a human being yeah so one thing that correlates very strongly with uh, constant record-breaking temperatures to the point where we need to, like, <laughs> redefine some terms or maybe pay attention to constant record-breaking things, especially if the record you're breaking was last year's record-breaking. <laughs> oh, pish. Yeah. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Earth will be fine, I mean, geologically speaking. Well, since everyone compensates for that with uh, air conditioning... That means that there's more local pollution because your power plant is, you know, near you to some extent. But more important than that, everyone is in their cars and some buses are air-conditioned. <laughs> the ones that are too cold are. Anyway, uh, and that, of course, lowers fuel economy. When it's hot, Pollution actually does get stuck lower. There is like a crossover temperature where the ozone just sort of dips and like <laughs> that that's why it's like smog is a thing at all. Like that's the right. like the explanation for it. Yeah, you get an inversion layer and we've actually had air quality alerts in, yeah. in my area uh at least once or twice this summer, which is super exciting. Um it's also the case that your air conditioner doesn't like magically make heat go away. <laughs> Right, it makes you, more you're heat. You're <laughs> putting that hit. You're putting that heat somewhere. Plus the energy that you're expending to like run your heat exchanger, which is all right. your air conditioner really is. Mm -hmm. So in 
in like the suburbs that probably doesn't have a huge net effect but in the cities maybe more so yeah <laughs> uh, which probably contributes to the urban heat island effect which contributes to weird weather right and the the uh, urban heat island effect would uh uh, also occurs in blackouts just because uh, it turns out when you pave over the environment, it does weird things. Yeah. Who would have guessed? <laughs> a lot of, in fact, a lot of the flooding that we had today uh, has to do with the fact that there's so much pavement yeah. um, in in the city of D.C., even though uh, they have stupid regulations that prevent uh, them from building enough housing in the city much like uh, some West Coast cities I could name. Mm. And, yeah. I mean, at, least, at least in New York, say, New York is, it smells like you're in the whole thing. But at least, you know, they have a, a, a supply of housing more similar <laughs> to the amount that they need than, than in places like San Francisco or D.C. where you can't spoil anyone's view. Or in D.C., you certainly can't. And this isn't a law, but it's just a, you know, generally accepted. It's like a common law versus yeah. written law in England that you can't build a building taller than the Washington Monument, which is such bullshit. George Washington won't mind. He's been dead for a while. I don't think a lot of things get close to that, though. No, not really. It's yeah. and it, it, it it's kind of it's kind of criminal to to build like a mid rise office building in a in a city. Like what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> um, which you'll probably build with uh, garbage, <laughs> environmentally uh, unfriendly methods that require constant active climate control, which causes pollution, which causes global warming, which causes more use of active climate control <laughs> during more of the year. Yep. We, we, we got one of them vicious cycles going again. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the last attempt to, to take it back to babies here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep trying. Premature birth correlates with asthma. Ah, right. Because that whole lungs thing. Yes. Pollution strongly correlates with asthma. A shocker, I realize. Right. When you add the two of those together, because, you know, you're in your last trimester in uh, mid-July, you know, that's child endangerment, but it's not on you, the mother. It's <laughs> on society. Well, Republicans would blame the mother. Well, yeah. Why didn't she just move to a desert island or something? I don't know what they think women should do. Women and other pregnant people. They should just go to their other house. Of course. I guess so. Go to your vacation home in yes. the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Because we all have one of those in our back pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's probably more unusual at this point for a lot of kids not to have asthma. Like I had asthma as a child. A bunch of the kids I knew in Hawaii. Now, now Maui generally has rel pretty clean air because of the whole it's an island thing and winds blow yeah. across it all the time. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that they used to do a lot, I think they do it less now... Um, both because they grow less sugarcane in total and because they finally, like, enough people moved there and were like, wait, so you're telling me that, like, this housing development, which is next door to this sugarcane field, you're going to light fire to that sugarcane <laughs> right there. And there's going to be, like, a big cloud of smoke over this housing development all day. How's that? Is that good for people? No, it is not. Yeah. And the asthma that correlates or is believed to be caused simply by being premature, usually cures itself at some point. Actually, my both my brother and I had asthma as children, and as twins, we were, like, slightly early, probably about 
two weeks to a month, depending. Yeah. I wonder if that's what, oh, also my mom smoked. So, you know, Hmm. there's that. Right. Well, because what I was getting to is that if you have the constant pollution, then you're slowing down any um, development that could have occurred because, I mean, you're just basically murdering your lungs from day one. You might as well be smoking, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a bunch of babies who are like pack-a-day smokers just because our air is so terrible. Yeah. And and the sad thing is, in many places, our air is genuinely better than it was in the 70s. But um, that trend might start to kind of reverse a little bit as things, you know, get worse and worse as as they seem on track to do. Yeah, and I, I think the specific data is that, like, you know, the cities like L.A. and New York, you know, that were absolute garbage soup um have become tolerable but you and i are in suburbia under almost constant air quality advisories (laughs) and like when the weather apps actually tell you about that is kind of a high threshold yeah and like you'd be alarmed to see that like it's just yellow all summer long it just doesn't reach orange where it has to actually Tell right, you give you a little it. message. Yeah. Yeah, that is one thing I can say for Schenectady is it on the whole, it had pretty clean air because of being far from everything. Yeah. And having lots of trees. There's tons of trees in upstate New York. Yep. Not that you can just go ahead and plant vast tracts of forest because we'll do it the stupid way. Yeah. With all the same tree of all the same gender. <laughs> right. Like, like, <laughs> on the one hand, the paper industry is restoring a lot of forests, but on the other hand, like it's it's total monoculture and they cut them down periodically so they don't really get that big and stuff. But yeah, um, basically everything's fucked up, especially if you're a baby. <laughs> it's really it's really terrible if you're a modern baby because like, so you're born early because it's too damn hot. So your lungs aren't fully cooked because uh, I think the lungs are one of the last things. And like if if the hospital knows that you're going to be born early, they can like do stuff. But uh, with I mean, if it's just because it's too fucking hot, like uh, your your doctor probably isn't going to like predict that that's going to be a problem and, and do some of the interventions, like give you a massive dose of steroids, basically. Well, if you're one of the people that's encountering this, you might not be seeing a doctor. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like it's 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 amazing um, how uh, poverty <laughs> fucks you uh not not linearly but like right um what what is uh, what is uh the the oh my god what are they called squared quadratic exponential the little the little numbers exponentially yes that's the word that i want (laughs) you know the little uppy numbers what are those (laughs) called (laughs) i wonder if my brain's being cooked um weird thing about today though it actually wasn't very hot it it stayed in the 70s all day uh although it's probably like a thousand percent humidity so that'll awkwardly take us to uh the second half of this topic here which while on the topic of bad things that happen because (laughs) you are too hot (laughs) this uh ridiculous thread went around you know a uh, ill-informed tirade against air conditioning i did not get that from maybe maybe i was missing some context like maybe twitter wasn't showing me some stuff but mm. it seemed like the woman that that everybody was excoriating uh really only wanted to raise the thermostats a couple of degrees and everybody's talking about like she wanted to turn the air conditioning off altogether 
which didn't seem to be something she was saying. Because it has been shown that women uh, perform worse, uh, and I guess it affects especially women, it certainly affects especially me when it's cold, which is why I was thinking, as I was reading this, I was thinking about maybe my math score on the SATs could have been higher if I hadn't been freezing my ass off in the high school library. Yeah. Especially since mathematical reasoning was the category in which women suffered more when they were suffering more from cold. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it sounded terrible that she was being flippant, like she just wants to be able to wear a dress uh, in the summer without, without, and she was being hyperbolic, obviously, that without getting hyp- hypothermia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of people, it's weird how on, on the internet, especially with women, like a lot of men are willing to either believe because they just think women are stupid or or bad faith act as if they believe <laughs> that that everything like like I saw the other day somebody somebody replied to a woman's joke like I hope you're joking because and an explanation of the contents of her joke and it's right, like do you yeah. honestly believe that women are incapable of making jokes except by bumbling into them by being wrong <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure that there are men who genuinely do believe that, and it pisses me off. But we're talking about air conditioning, um, and so I, I understand that it's bad to be excessively hot, and I certainly wouldn't want to work in an 80-degree office, like, when I'm when I'm working from home, uh, and I don't want to turn, and I don't want to change my um, thermostat, I will go, go to the downstairs part of my house, which stays notably cooler than the upstairs part. Because uh, it's like being too hot also really sucks in different ways than being too cold. And if you're uh, part of a vulnerable group, um, you know, it could kill you and stuff. Yeah. So this is hilariously complicated. <laughs> because it does seem like if you go into any building during the summer that has air conditioning, it is freezing in there. It, it, yeah. It, it feels like it's 60 zero. <laughs> Um, and it might be like 68 <laughs> obnoxious back and forth of, you know, men wanting it to be colder and, uh, women wanting it to be warmer. And I'm pretty sure that everybody is stupider when it's too cold to think. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say though, for all the, we'll just put on a sweater crowd. Like, honestly, yeah. that only does so much good because I don't have a sweater on my hands. Uh, right. Which are exposed to a constant cold air, like airflow. It's blowing on me because that's how air conditioning works. Yeah. My point of discomfort is usually um, like my nose. Like, oh, yeah. Am I supposed to like wear a scarf at work? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or like, or, you know, and I'm losing air, uh, heat through my head as well. Right. So, like, <laughs> I. I guess that's one advantage of, of like, having to wear a scarf for religious reasons <laughs> around your head is you won't look weird wearing a scarf around your head when your office is too damn cold. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, racist people will definitely treat you as if you're just being weird because they're racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and, of course, the real explanation for all of this is back to the fact that we don't design buildings to not need massive amounts of air conditioning to be usable at all. (laughs) Um, An office building is full of windows. Yeah, they really like to make them into greenhouses, which is, it seems uh, counterintuitive, but what do I know about building design? Yep, and all of those windows have no overhangs on them. No. Uh, the walls are made out of hollow and steel 
and you know it's not exactly like solid concrete because um that would tip over you can't just <laughs> you can't just make a skyscraper like that um but that is what you would want to use if you wanted to build a large structure that would be the temperature you want it to be because the structure itself would hold the temperature in whereas your standard office building whether it's tall or not has windows performing the greenhouse effect and walls that provide no insulation and a roof that is literally tar. So that's just <laughs> absorbing extra heat from the sun. Yeah, it's really... And and you think, oh, well, but in the winter, it must be better. Well, A, our winters are getting warmer. And B, actually, no. <laughs> the windows lose plenty of heat uh, from inside to outside as well, even when they are double paned, which... To be fair, they usually are, but it's like, so I'm going to build me a building and I just put a big like rectangular prism on the ground and it's going to be great and it's going to have a weird like central core design so that, you know, you can have all these windows, uninterrupted windows all over the place. Mm -hmm. and it's like, have you thought about the earth <laughs> that, right. you're, that you're building it on and the people who are going to be inside of it? And the answer seems like no a lot of the time. Yeah. And another thing with winter is that um, the sun tracks along the equator for a building in winter, not so much over it. So between one and two sides of the building get sun at a weird low angle that's probably just blocked by the next building. So <laughs> like the greenhouse effect doesn't like have time to get started. And the fact that these are barely insulated just means the heat just escapes. <laughs> And, you know, the cold goes right in around the windows because they are better insulated than the walls themselves. And there's like, and and our, our HVAC systems are dumb. Like, there's usually like a few thermostats scattered around, not enough, yeah. uh, different zones of the building that all have wildly different, like, sun exposures and and like weird. It seems like we should be better at directing our HVAC. Yeah. where it needs to go and because like where my specific uh i it's not even a cubicle <laughs> where my desk is because of course it's just a longer at least i get a discrete desk that's just mine so apparently i need to count my blessings for that but mm. in winter it's excessively warm <laughs> and in summer it's freezing cold like i've had to well i haven't I, nobody made me but I'm a spoiled tech worker, so I could, so I did. I've had to go home uh, at, like, in the middle of the afternoon because I was too cold to function Yeah. in summer. In summer, mm -hmm. it was, like, yep. 90 degrees outside, and I'm like, I'm too cold. I'm going home. Yeah, no, uh, year-round, a thing that I do is, like, go outside for a walk because, <laughs> like, at least, like, because I'm dressed to like i walked to work that day like that is what i have clothes for like the weather that it is outside not the weather that it is inside like i was kind of uncomfortable wearing a sweater indoors in winter i guess i should have gone for more walks uh outside but we're on the fifth floor and it's mm. kind of a whole thing and whatever yeah. and even if the uh hvacs did make sense at one point <laughs> uh if you are a multi-tenant building then the walls have been moved around since the place opens and uh, a fun thing we have in my building is that one of the thermostats is in a different company for a room that is in the other company. <laughs> you know, walls moved at some point, and mm -hmm. now 
a thermostat and uh, its zone cross between suites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not great. At least I my company occupies the entire floor. Uh, although, so the space was totally redesigned before my company moved in, which they only did like in, I don't know, January or so of this year. Uh, I I kind of doubt that they did any redesigning of the HVAC systems from whatever was there yeah. before. And and you can there's a real like as you walk from one end of the of the floor to the other like there's a temperature gradient. Some right. It has its like the building has climates. <laughs> it's like it's haunted. <laughs> yeah. There are cold spots and warm spots. <laughs> but we're just haunted by the stupidity of the designers. The bad technology that ACs are to begin with because <laughs> you know you're using a lot of energy to make heat in one direction <laughs> and cold in the other and because your building doesn't retain heat you can't actually let them like cycle on and off all day like you would in a well insulated house because the air won't stay cold it gets instantly hot if the unit turns off and you know this this is why like sometimes if you're in an office building like you notice if the ac turns off like you immediately hear it because like you were just so used to like <laughs> like just the the constant droning sound and then you can hear the sound of your brain and it's very upsetting yeah and like if there's a power failure like it gets hot yeah, in like five minutes. We had that even in, in our Schenectady office, which wasn't very full of people particularly. Uh, but again, it was just so poorly designed that, you know, we had a power failure once or twice and it got it got uncomfortably warm a lot faster than I would have expected. Right. And when the power comes back, like it might not be cool by the end of the day <laughs> because it just has to fight all of that heat that uh, accumulated because it's just not a good system like it has to always be running which means that it's just like your your two choices are too cold and off <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's another one of them shit sandwiches it really is it's just uh there's there's no winning <laughs> well we could knock down all the current buildings and build better buildings i guess but <laughs> yeah or do stuff like use uh geothermal cooling because you know uh, like we mentioned with the uh, subways it's cold underground if you don't heat it up right normally it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be um yeah food prices apparently are going to skyrocket because as much rain as we've been having so too has the midwest uh meaning they couldn't actually plant anything and here it is like july that's real bad. So we're really, uh, this, it's, it's a big, the whole everything is just a huge disaster on all fronts, really. Yep. We, we <laughs> fucked ourselves, but good. Yep. 